It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Cougars, your daily podcast on the BYU Cougars, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome in on a Thursday edition of the podcast. I hope you all are doing fantastic. A lot to get to ahead on today's episode of Locked On Cougars. What are the chances BYU basketball finds an opponent for this weekend? Well, based on what we're hearing, not great, but we'll examine that. We'll also talk about your questions. A Twitter Thursday mailbag segment is ahead on today's podcast, answering the questions you guys have submitted as listeners. And, of course, we will catch you up on everything else going on in BYU sports news. Two former BYU hoop stars squaring off in the G League bubble down there at Walt Disney World. And softball, BYU women's softball, some high honors once again for them in the preseason as well. So a lot to get to on this edition of the podcast. It's all brought to you today by our title sponsor, Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car, truck, or SUV could ever need. Check them out at rockauto.com. We'll tell you a little bit more about them in depth later on in today's show. So there you go, the roadmap of where we're going on this podcast. Without further ado, let's dive on in. This is the Locked on Cougars podcast for February 11th, 2021. What is up, my friends? I'm Jake Hatch, your host here on your daily podcast, focused on all things BYU, right here on the Locked On Cougars podcast. Our goal here with this podcast, as many of you probably are aware, but if you're new to the show, is to be your one-stop shop for all the BYU sports news you need to know about each and every day and making you guys the smartest BYU fans in the room by default because you listen to us each and every day. To do that, make sure to hit that follow or subscribe button wherever you're listening in from. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, just to name some of the big dogs. Radio.com, one of our new partners with Entercom, a new deal for the Locked On Podcast Network. Wherever you're listening in from, hit that follow or subscribe button and make sure you don't miss the conversation daily right here on the podcast. Getting rolling here on a Thursday and... Funny enough, we were supposed to be previewing a game against St. Mary's for BYU men's basketball. Supposed to be another late night for the Cougars, but St. Mary's had to go on pause due to COVID-19, and that negated or postponed their matchup tonight. Based on what I read yesterday, though, St. Mary's, as well as a number of other West Coast Conference programs, have been cleared to resume team activities, but to expect St. Mary's to come out of COVID-19-related shutdowns and a day later play a road game at BYU, yeah, that wasn't going to happen. So it appears that BYU's hunt for an opponent for this weekend, whether that was for tonight, tomorrow night, or Saturday night, You'd hope they could find somebody. But uh, I saw a report out there from Robbie McCombs, who does a great job covering BYU for VanquishTheFoe.com, part of the SB Nation network. And he quoted sources that said that BYU reached out to a number of big programs, guys like Xavier, Texas Tech, and the like, hoping that they could land a big-name opponent, a quote-unquote Tier 1 opponent or a Quad 1 opponent. But it appears that they have come up empty. And according to what... uh, 
according to what, excuse me, I, Robbie McCombs, I struggle with his name there. I apologize. According to what Robbie said, it appears that BYU has come up snake eyes in terms of trying to find an opponent for this weekend, which is pretty disappointing in all honesty, because you would have hoped that BYU could have found an opponent. They also chased some of those quote-unquote Q4 games, which are just kind of a warm-up game where you play against a team who is definitely not the same caliber of yourself. You pay them some money to come in. But those programs, according to what Robbie reported, wanted too much money for what BYU was willing to pay. So what it looks like, based on right now, and I talked to a couple of people after seeing this report, is that for all intents and purposes, BYU is probably going to be off this entire weekend and will not be back in action until next Thursday against Pacific. Does that mean that the West Coast Conference could come around today, tomorrow, and say, hey, BYU, you guys played Monday night. You're playing Monday night again ahead of that game against Pacific. I absolutely could see that happen. I can even see him slotting the game in on Tuesday and playing that game. But... It's disappointing that BYU just couldn't find an opponent for this weekend. And I got to give them mad props because according to what Robbie's saying is they reached out uh, to programs like Illinois, Texas Tech, and Xavier. Those are all programs who are trending towards the NCAA basketball tournament, but they all turned BYU down. They also chased some other games like Colorado State. And it appears that one is not going to come to fruition. Could they surprise all of us and announce a game today? Sure, that absolutely could happen. I I still believe it's within within the realm of possibility, especially if it were a home game for BYU, that they could announce a game today and easily play on Saturday. But uh, talking with people after seeing what Robbie put out there, yeah, it appears that BYU just has not been able to find any takers to play them. And I, I get why some of those big dogs would not want to face off against BYU why risk your lofty national ranking in the case of Illinois, you're number six in the country, Texas Tech, you're number seven. Xavier's not ranked currently, but they are an NCAA caliber, NCAA tournament caliber team, and you don't want to screw anything up by having BYU beat you. So I get why those programs would be reticent to play BYU. I do know that uh, Texas Tech's talked about playing Gonzaga this weekend, but I understand that as well. You, you got the number one team in the country. You want to prove yourself against the best if you're Texas Tech and Chris Beard, their head coach. I get why you would tell BYU, thanks but no thanks, and then turn around and say, oh, hi there, Gonzaga. Let's play this game. I, I completely get that. So it's disappointing. There's no doubt about it. The BYU basketball appears to be on a bye for this entire weekend. Have, uh, if they pl- don't play until next Thursday, it will have been at least 10 days since between playing games. And in this year with the COVID issues, the pandemic ongoing, all the different things that BYU has dealt with, it's disappointing, but it's also something I think that this program, they're all too familiar with, and they will make do with whatever their fate ends up being. Here's hoping they can lock in as many games in the final few weeks of the season here, play as many of them, and then hopefully play the West Coast Conference Tournament. I know many people out there are advocating for the West Coast Conference just to cancel the tournament outright, declare uh Gonzaga, the champion of the league, give them the quote-unquote automatic berth, and then BYU could chase an at-large bid that way, but I'd like to still see the West Coast Conference Tournament be played. That's just my personal opinion. I am of the opinion that BYU would do well to play as many games as possible, including West Coast Conference Tournament games, pad your resume with wins, if at all possible, down the stretch here, and just really work on finding the right seating for yourself going into March Madness. That's what it's all about here. But we'll find out. uh, And by the way, interesting note here is that the NCAA Tournament announced that the format of the games are going to be 
Friday, Sunday, Saturday, Monday, rather than Thursday, Saturday, Friday, Sunday for the first round. Meaning if BYU does make the NCAA tournament field, they're going to be slotted into a Saturday game and then the follow-up and play Monday, which they would not have a day of practice between because BYU, as you guys are well aware, an institutional rule is that BYU does not practice on Sundays. So that'd be a very, very tough situation for BYU to find themselves in. I can tell you this much. Knowing Mark Pope as well as I do and kind of knowing what he's all about, he will not give his guys any excuses if that comes to that. They will just handle their business and go out there and compete the best they can and let the chips fall where they may. So some interesting news and notes surrounding the BYU basketball program and here's hoping they can find an opponent and get back onto the court in short order alright it is your guys time to shine here on the podcast coming up next your Twitter mailbag questions a Twitter Thursday here on the podcast we will address the questions you guys submitted on the Locked On Cougars podcast uh, Locked On Cougars podcast Twitter feed excuse me we'll touch on that here in just a moment today's show is brought to you in part by our good friends at rockauto.com if you guys need any type of part for your car, truck, or SUV, I want to encourage you guys to take an opportunity and check out the options available to you at rockauto.com. The best part about Rock Auto is it has all the manufacturers for all the parts your car has ever had made for it. You don't have to go to a chain store where they've got two or three options or a dealership where they're really representing one brand. They have all of the options available to you at rockauto.com for rock bottom prices by the way reliably low pricing all the time the same for anybody whether you're a do-it-yourselfer or you're a professional it's all the same at rockauto.com this is a 20-year-old family-owned business serving online auto parts customers best part about it all all those parts are shipped directly to your door don't hesitate any longer go check them out at rockauto.com while you're there make sure to put in locked on in the how did you hear about us box so that way they know that we sent you to check them out amazing selection reliably low prices all the parts your car truck or suv could ever need check them out now at rockauto.com folks let's take a minute and talk to you about a good friend of ours in squire and company it is that time of year it is tax season if you need somebody to help you out whether you have your personal income statements you need to take care of you're a business owner you're an entrepreneur squire can handle it all for you guys they're one of the largest utah-based cpa firms and they serve clients both here in utah as well as around the united states they were founded on the principle of earning the trust of their clients first and foremost and also helping them meet their financial financial goals. They also are committed to helping individuals, businesses, and entrepreneurs set and meet all of the goals they have set out for themselves. So regardless of where you're at, whether you're just starting up, you've got a multi-billion dollar business, Squire can handle whatever you need. What I love about Squire is they specialize in traditional CPA firm services like your personal income tax statements, corporate and business taxes, financial statement audits, reviews, and compilations. But additionally, they've grown into a forward and strategic thinking advisory firm that assists large companies select and implement accounting systems like NetSuite, Microsoft Business Central, and QuickBooks, guys. They want to help you out. Ray Chipman is a good friend, a huge BYU fan who's working with us on this. He would love to serve you guys. The best part is that Squire has two locations, one in Orem and one in downtown Salt Lake City, conveniently situated to help you guys out wherever your business might be located. You can learn more about Squire by going to www.squire.com that's S-Q-U-I-R-E dot com or reach out to Ray 
Ray directly. You can email him, RaymondC at Squire.com. He'll get you in the contact with the right person to help you guys out. Or you can call him as well. 801-477-4950 is the phone number to call Ray at. So once again, reach out to Ray now, RaymondC at Squire.com, or reach out to him via phone, 801-477-4950. That's Squire and Company, a proud partner with us here on the Locked On Cougars podcast. All right, friends, it is your time to shine. Let's open up that Twitter mailbag and answer some of your guys' questions you guys submitted. By the way, follow the show on social media, Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. You can follow us at Locked On Cougars. Cannot encourage you guys enough to stay up to date with everything with regards to the podcast and BYU Sports News by following us on whatever social media feeds you prefer. Real quick, by the way, want to encourage you guys to check out a brand new podcast that's going on on the Locked On Podcast Network right now, and that is it's February is Black History Month, obviously, and the Locked On Podcast Network is honoring the challenges and success of black men and women in sports with a brand new series called Locked On Presents More Than the Game. Don't miss this week's episode featuring Candace Cooper of Locked On Tar Heels and Eric Ayala from Locked On Women's Basketball discussing the opportunities and challenges that come with being a black woman in sports. There's a new episode coming next week, so go ahead and subscribe to the Locked On Presents podcast feed on the radio.com app or wherever you you get your podcasts. All right, first question we've got today coming in is courtesy of our friend Kyle at Y underscore soup. He says, I'd love to know the significance of having six players invited to the NFL Combine. Do we know if they are inviting the same number of players this year or are they expanding it since it's all virtual? That is actually a great question, Kyle, and we have not seen the final tally of players invited to the NFL Combine. Traditionally, it's around 300 players. The number in terms of the NFL draft of overall drafted prospects across the seven rounds usually sits in the 270 range. So the idea is with the NFL Combine is they can try and target the top 300 prospects most likely to be drafted and bring them in. As you mentioned, Kyle, they do have that virtual format this year. So I do think the field could be expanded slightly considering it's not going to be everybody congregating in Indianapolis there at Lucas Oil Stadium. So I do expect it probably is a little more of an expanded field. But the significance of having six players invited to the Combine says that NFL talent evaluators believe that six guys from BYU's football program have a legitimate chance at being drafted this year. We talked a little bit yesterday about the mock draft Matt Miller at the Draft Scout on Substack. He has only has three Cougars being drafted in his mock draft, but it is his first revision. I could see more guys being added to it. The biggest thing is, is it sounds like BYU's Pro Day, and this is me talking to some people around uh, BYU, is set for March 26th, so late March, and that's the day when guys like Zach Wilson, Brady Christensen, Dax Milne, Isaiah Kafusi, Kyrus Tonga, uh, Chris Wilcox, they will all congregate in Provo there at the indoor practice facility and show what they can do to NFL talent evaluators. It is their only chance, based on what we're hearing, to work out for NFL scouts. It's going to be an important day for them and their pro futures and looking forward to that. So hopefully that answers your question, Kyle, but it's very, very cool to see six Cougars being invited to the Combine. On to Blazing Coug at High BYU Guy. I'm guessing you like to smoke the Mary Jane, Blazing Coog. But he says, assuming BYU gets one more shot at Gonzaga in the conference tourney, based on the first two games, what adjustments would you make to get a win over the Zags if you were Coach Pope? That is a great question. And 
honestly, I'm not sure there's much you can do outside of hoping that your team can hit 60% of their three-pointers. You hoist them up at just an astronomical rate, and you just absolutely blitz Gonzaga off the court due to a barrage from beyond the arc. I think that'd be absolutely your best opportunity. One thing that was very disappointing, and I talked a little bit about that on Tuesday's podcast, recapping the loss for BYU against Gonzaga, was that the front court for BYU was just absolutely abysmal. Matt Harms at zero points, playing about as soft as I have seen him play in a BYU uniform. Richard Harward ineffective. Colby Lee not able to do anything. BYU needs more production from their front court the next time, if or I guess the next time when they face off against Gonzaga. And there's also that question of if they will face off against Gonzaga, but let's plan on them playing a third round. So you're going to need a monster outing from beyond the arc, in my opinion, Blazing Coog, and you're going to need more production from the interior guys on that front court, but it's just it's, it's a hard sell for me to believe that BYU has any chance at really upsetting Gonzaga, but that's why you go play the games. Uh, also, a question related to this was Lauren Smith at Lauren underscore J underscore Smith. He said, I'd like to know where Colby Lee's minutes have gone. He went from a productive starter, and now he barely gets garbage minutes. Lauren, honestly, I think it's all kind of turned into matter of matchups. Matt Harms apparently is the apple of BYU coach's eye. Uh, they think that he is a more well-rounded prospect. He's obviously a senior. Colby Lee still got time in the program here, and he'll be able to play for a longer time in a BYU uniform. Form, but they apparently trust guys like Matt Harms, and uh, I don't know what to make of that necessarily. Uh, Richard Harward also ahead of him in the pecking order, obviously, but I do wonder if Kobe Lee can find a niche for himself. The one thing I do like, Lauren, that Kobe Lee brings to the court is he can stretch the floor. He has proven he can hit the three-point shot. That's something that Matt Harms has not shown, even though he was promised that he'd be able to do that when he came to BYU. Richard Harward, he is not a guy who plays outside 10 feet from the basket. So there are some things I think Kobe Lee could offer to this program, but I wish I had a better answer for you, Lauren. Just a little bit of a mystery to me. So we'll see what happens there. Uh, Tyler Bergener at GTB underscore dad 0719 said, have you heard any more regarding BYU football adding players out of the transfer portal? I can tell you this much, Tyler. BYU is chasing guys in the portal. They are prioritizing both offensive line and defensive back last I heard. I think top priority is the defensive backfield. In particular, finding a guy who could come in and man a safety spot for BYU, or at the very least, push the other safeties on BYU's roster for starting minutes. We'll see if they're able to, or starting reps, I guess. It's different in basketball and football. I apologize. But, uh, Tyler, I think the biggest thing is BYU will try and find some talent. And if they don't find a guy in the defensive secondary or an offensive lineman that they think can contribute in the portal, they'll use that on another player. Kalani Satake has traditionally always held one to two scholarships back for transfers for this very purpose. We will find out more about that as time goes on. I'll make sure to pass along anything I hear with regards to the transfer portal. So there you go. Uh, some of the questions answered today. Oh, one other one. Jason S. It's Spidey Stowe. Uh, Jason says, quote, assuming seniors move on, who will be the starting guard lineup next year in basketball, including RMs? Jason, that is an absolutely marvelous question that I wish I had a better answer to offhand. I will do some research on that, and we will circle back, and we will answer that question for you guys. Man, I sound like a certain press conference person for the president of the United States. Okay, we'll leave that alone. That was just a joke. If you get that joke, 
proud of you, but otherwise, let's just leave it alone. Yeah, so Jason, I will uh, do some more research on that. I do think there's some options there. There are going to be a lot of young guys. I do think that BYU could target somebody in the transfer portal to bolster that guard line, but that's a discussion for another day. We'll, we'll delve into that. Let me do some research on that. I'll dig into it and hopefully have more for you here in the near future. So there you go. A big thank you to all of you who have contributed, sending in those questions. We look forward to doing more of these in coming days. Try and do it weekly throughout the offseason here with regards to BYU football. So if you guys have questions, feel free to send them in anytime, whether it's on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, at Locked On Cougars. Love hearing from you guys and love addressing your questions. Coming up here in just a moment, we'll run down some of the other news and notes involving BYU athletes. Two former Cougars squaring off in the G League bubble at Walt Disney World. We'll get to all of that here in a moment. Today's show is brought to you in part by our good friends at betonline.ag, folks. If you want to get off the couch and get in on the action, do it with Bet Online. They're the fastest and easiest way to bet on all sports action. Football's over, but there's still plenty of NBA, college hoops, and NHL action for you guys to bet on. Bet Online even covers award shows, TV shows, and reality TV guys. So no matter what you want to bet on, Bet Online's got an option for you. Bet Online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets. And best part about it, it's free to sign up. Right now, they're still offering a welcome bonus of 50% your first deposit by using the promo code locked on at betonline.ag. Take advantage of this, guys. You go online, make that first deposit, use that promo code locked on. You put 10 bucks in, you're going to have 15 bucks to play with. It's as simple as that. Take advantage of it now. That's all courtesy of our friends at Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA, and now through June 30. Get 0% APR for 84 months or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. As we round out a Thursday edition on the podcast, folks, let's get you up to speed on everything else you need to know on this daily podcast with regards to the Cougars today. Starting off with women's volleyball, the number 12 ranked program in the country. They showed extremely well getting a series sweep over Gonzaga in straight sets, 25-19, 25-22, 25-22 at the Smith Fieldhouse yesterday. It's fantastic to see the women's volleyball program off to a 5-0 start. They outblocked Gonzaga 7-5 and totaled 52 digs to hold Gonzaga to a 178 hitting percentage. That's a pretty impressive defense, but additionally some stellar offense once again for the women's program. They're now 5-0 on the season, 4-0 West Coast Conference play. They host Loyola Marymount next week, Monday, uh, excuse me, Tuesday and Wednesday at the Smith Fieldhouse. Both of those matches are currently scheduled for 7 o'clock Mountain Time, and both are scheduled to be broadcast on BYU TV. Take advantage of every opportunity you have to watch both the men's and women's volleyball programs, folks. They are absolutely stellar. Men's team ranked number one, women's team ranked number 12, probably going to move up in those new rankings from the AVCA early next week when those come out. On to women's softball, congratulations to Gordon Eakins program, picked once again to win the 2020 
2021 WCC softball title. They had 24 points among the six teams in the West Coast Conference, got four first place votes. LMU finished in second place with 20 votes, while Pacific also got a first place vote with 19 votes. Four Cougars also on the all WCC preseason softball team. They include sophomore first baseman Hunter Ava, senior star outfielder Riley Jensen McFarland, junior shortstop Marissa Chavez, and on the pitcher side of things, Autumn Moffat Korth, a senior pitcher, also named to the all WCC preseason team. Good to see Cougars well represented there. Their season actually begins today. They're taking on Arizona State in a double a, a double header, I guess we'll call it, down at Alberta Farrington Softball Stadium in Tempe, Arizona, in the Kajikawa Classic Invitational. Take on the Sun Devils at three o'clock and five thirty Mountain Standard Time. They'll also be in action tomorrow against rival Utah at three o'clock in that same thing. There'll be a live stream on the Pac-12 live stream. You can get links at byucougars.com. Uh, Arizona State ranked number sixteen, so a great start to the season. A high-level opponent for BYU women's softball to get their season started. We'll be tracking that for you guys, but congratulations nonetheless to all the Cougars and the BYU women's softball program overall as being the favorites in the West Coast Conference. All right, a couple of the notes for you guys before we go here on this Thursday. Let's talk a little bit about the G League. Yoli Childs and Jake Toulson, two former BYU basketball stars, opened up G League play against one another as the Salt Lake City Stars with Jake Toulson took on the Erie Bayhawks with Yoli Childs. Both Toulson and Childs were in the starting lineups for their respective teams in this matchup, which Erie went on to win in a route, 117-98. to 98. Yoli had a fantastic game, by the way, folks. If you didn't watch this, this was on NBA TV. Uh, he had 11 points in this game. Also finished with five rebounds, one assist, as well as two steals. Uh, I thought it was a really, really stellar showing for Yoli. He's still trying to figure out his role in the pro game, but this is a pretty auspicious start, and I'm excited to see how he does. He'll be back in action tomorrow. Uh, it'll be a morning game, I believe, 9 a.m. for Erie as they're back in action. Uh you may have missed this by the time you listen to this, but Jake Toulson and Salt Lake City Stars are back in action today, this morning at 9 a.m. Mountain Time. Toulson didn't have the greatest game yesterday, just five points, two rebounds, two assists in 19 minutes of action. He was one of four from the field shooting, one of two from beyond the arc, so not the greatest day for him. Uh, by the way, Yoli Childs, five of six from the field, one of two from beyond the arc, so a good shooting day for him. So, nonetheless, good to see both these Cougars finally squaring off. Yoli Childs also finished with a game high plus 22 in this matchup so some fun to see those former Cougars squaring off as they opened up play there in the G League bubble we will continue to track them during the run that the G League has down there at the Walt Disney World kind of an interesting format to see them all housed like the NBA was last year in a bubble we'll see uh, if the NBA decides to go back into a bubble that's a topic for David Locke and Locked on Jazz and Locked on NBA podcast but Maybe this is a test run to see if the bubble works once again. Maybe the NBA, if they're forced to, can jump back in to the bubble down there at Walt Disney World. But nonetheless, good to see the Salt Lake City Stars and the Erie Bayhawks with both Jake Toulson and Yuli Childs in action against one another. All right, that is going to do it. A big thank you once again for you guys' continued support of the podcast. It's an absolute pleasure to be with you guys every single day talking all things BYU sports. Uh, we just want to be your resource. We want to be your guys' Uh, opportunity to catch up on everything you need to know about the Cougars every day. So I cannot encourage you enough. Make sure to join us every day and we will have you guys up
up to speed on everything when it comes to the Cougars. Oh, by the way, one thing I need to touch on. Women's basketball, if you have not watched them in action, you have an opportunity to do so tonight. They are at Pacific. I failed to mention this earlier. 8 o'clock Mountain Time. It will be streamed live on the WCC Network. You can get a link to it at BYUCougars.com. But if you haven't watched the women's hoops team in action, take an opportunity to do so. That could be the thing that replaces your opportunity to watch the men's basketball program. Well, you know what? Insert the women's basketball game tonight out there in Stockton. It's a great team. Jeff Judkins has put together a fantastic crop of talent, and they are headed toward the NCAA Women's Basketball Tournament. They are worth the price of admission. I know that's a figure of speech that doesn't work in COVID era, but nonetheless, stick with me on it. So take advantage and watch them this evening if you have some time. All right, that'll do it. A big thank you once again for joining us. Have a great rest of your day. This has been the Locked On Cougars podcast for February 11th, 2021, and we will talk to you guys tomorrow. Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.